We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Every week for the last several months, we have been joined by the former ambassador to Europe under President Trump and the former governor of Virginia, Jim Gilmore, to talk about the war in Ukraine. And Governor Gilmore, I appreciate you coming on. The The latest headline, and this one's provocative, and I noticed you posted about it on Facebook, is the idea that the United States is going to send Patriot missiles to Ukraine. And Russia is... I don't know, using veiled language saying this would cause a major conflict. I'm not sure what that means. What's your assessment? And good morning to you. Well, good morning. Uh, that's the most recent news that we're uh, going to send, that we're at least considering, and I think there hasn't been a formal announcement yet, Patriot missiles to uh, Ukraine. The, this is the same missile that was sort of under discussion several years ago. We were sending them to uh, to Israel in order to protect them from missiles coming into that small country there. Uh, well, they do look, the big picture issue is that the Russians feel that they can attack uh, the heating, air conditioning, the, the uh, electrical systems, the infrastructure of Ukraine here in the wintertime, make the public so miserable uh, that uh, they'll quit. And so uh, the, this is a response to that. This is an ability to knock some of those long-range missiles out uh, and to, uh, to give uh, more protection to the people of Ukraine here in this time of winter. The big picture issue that we're dealing with is this, though. The big picture we're dealing with is that the Russians are trying to basically outweigh Ukraine and wait for their Western allies to become either bored, tired, or broke and stop sending them support. And then at that point, the Russians can negotiate some kind of good deal on their uh, to their benefit, which, as you know from my previous discussions, means a long-term spinoff into major problems in Europe and indeed the world. Uh, we're seeing the, the Iranians and the Chinese beginning to rally a little more towards Russia. The European allies that we have are resolute in supporting Ukraine because they know the stakes here. Uh, so those issues are still underway, John, and still going on. But the Patriot could be a changer on the battlefield for the long-term uh, missiles coming in. All right, I, I know you are absolutely convinced, you've been very clear for, a, a, for over a year now, that Russia has got to be held in a box and not allowed to, to um, attack their neighbors and get the idea that they can just uh, run wild in Eastern Europe. But do you, just to play devil's advocate, do you think that the Patriot missile approach and providing that to Ukraine would be the kind of thing where Russia would say, you know what, let's find a way to punish the United States somehow, directly, that this is a direct intervention that crosses a line with them. Is there a danger of that? Well, we're not putting American troops to operate these Patriot missiles. The Ukrainians are still going to operate them. They've been trained to do it. Right. They're going to do it. Uh, so, uh, once again, it's always groping a little bit baby steps uh, to get to the uh, political goals that each side has without entering into a major war. I think if the Russians wanted to strike the United States, they'd have already done it. If they don't want to do that, that would be a suicidal thing for them to do. 
But I'm, I'm warning the listening public here that uh, this kind of rocket rattling is exactly what they're trying to do to intimidate people. Look, the big picture for this war is that we are trying to make the Russians stop through economic sanctions and beginning to close them off from the world economy and also to defend militarily uh, to the greatest extent we can the Ukrainians without getting into a major war. Their goal is to, uh, frankly, wait out the United States, uh, wait till the United States Congress gets bored or begins to stop the support to Ukraine. Uh, and that's been my worry all along. There are big pictures yeah. here, though. You notice that the North Koreans are beginning to rattle their nuclear weapons, beginning to talk about their uh, ability to strike South Korea with a nuclear weapon. Well, it's the same thing. If uh, if you, the Russians can attack uh, Ukraine with impunity because of their nuclear capacity, then the North Koreans may reason that they could attack South Korea with impunity and attack with uh, with long-range artillery or, or regular conventional missiles because there can't be any strike back on you, North Korea, because they have nuclear weapons. Uh, so I've, I've said on this show for a long time that the, Amer- the American people need to be warned that this is a dramatic change that is going on in the world. It's very dangerous. It has more implications than just Ukraine. And we need to, uh, we've got to prevail on this. Otherwise, the, the future is quite dark. Yeah. So I'm at this military Christmas event last night in D.C. So it's all these military guys, some active duty, some retired, a lot of them now into consulting and um, you know, presumably making a lot of money. And it was interesting. I didn't bring up Ukraine. They brought up Ukraine. And some of the mm-hmm. Republicans said, man, this money, Ukraine is so crooked. This money's being filtered back to Democrats. I don't know if they're suggesting that it's Joe Biden and his family, like what we had discussed a couple of years ago. But uh, the the idea being that we're sending lots of American taxpayer dollars to Ukraine, and it's not all really going to the war effort, that there's so many crooks that they're stealing. You think that's true? And is there a way to... To, to filter this or to monitor this in a better way than we are? I'm assuming that we've got some oversight. What do you think? Well, I think there is oversight, and what you heard last night is the Russian message. Uh, they are trying to work on the minds of the American people, trying to work on the minds of, the, of their uh, legislators in order to try to cut off that aid so they can end the war to their advantage, and then, uh, frankly, it's Katie bar the door going forward. I'm disappointed to hear that anybody would say something like that, because, look, the big picture is this. Uh, Look, there's no data to suggest that there's corruption. If there is, let's bring it out there and let's look at it, because I'm a conservative Republican. I'm not interested in supporting people that are corrupt. But at the same time, the big picture is that we have to recognize that the Russians can't win this. If they win this, then there's going to be a lot more money spent and maybe blood and treasure somewhere up the road and real danger to the United States. Uh, and uh, so this is, uh, frankly, not a lot of money that's going out of the door relative to the big picture issues. Uh, and America has to remember that. There are a lot of problems here. We, we've noticed, by the way, that uh, Belarus may get involved with this. That's a dictatorship. They've got uh, political prisoners there, like Maria Kolesnikova, that is being starved or basically murdered in prison there. Uh, the, the Korean issue, the Chinese are at work. This thing is a a critical moment so far. It's not broken out into a world war, uh, but one's up the road if we yield on this. And that's the main thing that I'm trying to tell people. 
Also, one more point here. I think we have to rec- we have to try to understand what the responsibility is of the Russian people. Uh, so far, uh, you know, World War II, we didn't let the German people off the hook uh, because the, the Nazis were just the Nazi party. Uh, but so far, the Russian people are sort of off the hook. We're basically saying, well, you know, this Russian people are okay. This is just Vladimir Putin. At some point, these atrocities and war crimes, which have now become the rule in Europe, uh, if they prevail, are the responsibility of the Russian people. And you begin to wonder at some point when we need to start talking about that point, John. Hmm. All right, I got to run in a second, but let me just ask you: since you've run so many statewide campaigns and have been an observer of Central Virginia politics, with the death of Congressman McEachin, do you have any advice for the Republicans who are vying to be the GOP nominee on how to win in this special election that's going to take place in February? Any? Any hints or tips or things you've observed over the years that might help them? Well, you, well of course, the, the fundamentals are that it's a district that's drawn for a Democrat. That's what it's, it's designed to do, which means that the, I think mm-hmm. the Republicans ought to run. And I think that uh, they ought to, you know, I'm, I'm sorry about the death of McKeachin, but Congressman McKeachin was on the team uh, that is uh, the Democrat team with all of the approach that you see in Congress with that. So we need a Republican. And now, look, I, let, me, let me be clear. I'm to the listening audience here, when I'm talking about Ukraine and diplomatic matters, I have on a nonpartisan hat. I'm not trying to be a Republican or a Democrat on that. But everybody knows that I've been a long-term, lifelong Republican. And they're, they're going to have to find out whether they can get the money in order to be able to advertise appropriately in a short-term election in order to be able to defeat some of the better-known Democrats whose names are being put out there. That's really the question. In a uphill battle in a gerrymandered district, can you get the money to persuade? And then most importantly, the Republicans are going to have to have a message that's going to be able to grip the people of the 4th District and say, you need to make a change here to a Republican uh, candidate. Uh, that message still has to be developed even on a short-term basis, John. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I appreciate it every time we get to talk to you, the former ambassador to Europe and former governor of Virginia, Jim Gilmore. Thank you. Good. Thank you, John. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.